YouTube.com slash Mayhew Mayhem. That's YouTube.com slash M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. Hello and welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. Hi, I'm James, and with us is this Sloppy Joe. What's up everybody? It's me, Greg, and we are once again graced with the presence of everybody's favorite bitch boy, Scott. 30 Minutes of Mayhem is available on YouTube, iTunes, Android, Stitcher, and Spreaker. All you have to do is search Mayhew Mayhem, that's M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M, and make sure you rate us five stars. Also, you can help us afford to continue doing the show by donating to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal. Just use the email address in the description, 30minutesofmayhem at gmail.com. And as I said, welcome to 30 Minutes of Mayhem, the podcast your mother can be ashamed of. And tell me, Scott, why is this the podcast your mother can be ashamed of? Because bears slaughter people when they're camping? (laughs) That is exactly correct. Okay, so before we get started here, I want to uh, tell you guys a real quick story that I personally am ashamed of. So my girlfriend and I at the time were at her house, and we know that there's a very short amount of time before uh, her mother is going to arrive at, at the house. And so she starts uh, screwing around with me a little bit, you know, trying to get my D hard. And of course she succeeds. It wasn't that hard to do because I have this weird thing for like satin material. But like I really don't want to get into why that happens because I don't really know why I get turned on by satin material when it's rubbed against me. It's weird, but I, you know, that's why I can't cross-dress or anything like that. I would be a very, very, very ter- <laughs> terrible drag queen because if that touched me, I'd be just full-blown erection the whole time. Although my D is small, <laughs> that has been noted that it is small. It would probably come untucked in the manner of breaking through the tape, unless I use some really good duct tape. But I, I digress. Back to my story. So she's just straight up tells me she's trying to get it in. She wants that D, and I'm like, yeah, we definitely don't have time before your mother gets here. And she says, I guarantee we do. And I said, I guarantee I don't want to get fucking caught. So, um, no. And she's like, well, what if we don't have time? Because she starts placing a bet with me. She's like, what if we don't have time and we have to be quick about it and, uh, get, you know, not so much getting caught, you know, out of the situation really quick or whatever hustle that you can do or you, you can have anything you want. And I said, what? One thing with no limits? And she said, yeah. I said, ah, I don't know. I don't think it's worth it. She's like, all right, all right, all right. So how about two things. I said, two things, no limits. She says, yes. And I said, no limits at all. Anything's on the table. And she's like, yes. And because I'm a fucking idiot, I still turned it down because I was too afraid to get caught. The main reason why I turned it down mainly was because I didn't want to get caught, but it was also because I knew that because this bet was on the table and I wanted those two things with no limits, that I would probably like put it in and be like, and just finish right then and there on the spot and be like, God damn it, and I'd lose the bet. And then it would be completely pointless. So I end up turning it down and she just jerks me off instead because she was just in the mood and I turned her down. And I'm ashamed of myself for doing that because I feel like now I should have taken that bet and I could have won and got two things with no limits. So that is the reason why this is the podcast your mother can be ashamed of because that is something that I am ashamed of. You should be. I know. You should be ashamed. I fucking am. Jesus, what are you dumb? I am fucking retarded. Some people wait all their life to just... Get that card? 
that card yeah. that says no limits, all, and I, I could have had two. All so, good. No limits. So fucking yeah, I've lost all respect for you, Mike. We're not friends <laughs> anymore. Hey, Greg must hate the fuck out of you. I just I hate, <laughs> I hate the fuck out of myself. So much. Okay, so on, on that note, aside from me being ashamed of myself and everybody hating me at this point, get ready to hate me even more because it's time to bust out your tinfoil hats because the government is about to fuck you in your ass. Before you proceed, go ahead and put those tinfoil hats on because the government is coming to get you. Or at least that's kind of what we're going to talk about here on this episode. So our first topic is aliens. Do they exist? Alien. We've talked about Bigfoot before, and in the in the discussion about Bigfoot back on episode 50, Greg, you said that you feel like Bigfoot is less likely than ghosts and aliens, and I believe it's in the episode i agree with you that aliens are the most possible of existing because of how gigantic the universe is mm -hmm. I, I feel like what are the chances that we are the only life forms in the entire universe yeah yeah i would i would agree with you on that i, well, I still believe that there's alien life out there and i really hope to god that uh i get to uh live to see the day that we make contact or at least if i do live to see the day that we make contact i hope to god it's with aliens that you know don't want to fucking annihilate us it's yeah. the reptilians they're gonna come and uh enslave us all greg so it, it will be not peaceful uh, it's just like, it, not only like, what will they look like? Greg also fears that when they come down, they'll rip open his skin zipper. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> do do you fear fear more of being enslaved, eradicated, or raped to death by an alien? <laughs> so the last one is the alien hot. Uh, well, I mean that that's it's a man. That it's oh, a it's man. Male, it's right. a male alien. Raped uh, okay, that's right. Um, enslaved, eradicated, or raped to death by an alien. Which is, Wait, is the alien hotter? <laughs> it's man. So if you okay. if you think some okay, what, whichever way you want to take it, you're either raped to death by an alien, human race eradicated, or you're enslaved by them. Which for you, Greg, is worse? Hmm. Well, the alien looks like Hugh Jackman. That's a good looking guy. <laughs> Hugh Jackman is. Uh, he's got his claws coming out. He's sticking them into your rib cage and then forcibly fucking you to death. Yeah, that's uh it's not my ideal way to go. Um <laughs> to say out of all of those I would probably have to say the worst outcome would probably be rape to death. Absolute worst way to go. <laughs> well, one of the worst ways to go. I mean, I could think of a bunch of others, but I mean, the really? topic isn't Worst ways to die, it's <laughs> aliens, and we just happen to intersect on that, so whatever. <laughs> just but, exactly um, like they were going to intersect your butt cheeks. Now, <laughs> like I was saying, is the chances of them of us being the only life forms in the fucking universe is basically, I feel like, near zero. Now, mm -hmm. who knows what the hell they'll look like? They could look exactly like us. They could look slightly different than us. You know what I mean? They could look. Mm -hmm. They could be as Scott said. They could be fucking lizards for all we know. But I feel <laughs> like you know, it it could look like a reptile from fucking Mortal Kombat come out, and they could spit acid on us and kill us <laughs> that way. I have I have I have no idea what they could look like. But it's just like, what are the chances that we are the only life forms in the fucking entire? universe there's got to be something else out there like you said there is a lot of space out there maybe in some other galaxy or whatnot there might be more advanced life forms out there maybe and maybe why we not see them one day why not uh, right at home why not in the galaxy finding uh, more highly intelligent races that are way more advanced than us 
that's one way that people always take it is they're more advanced than us. What what if they're so, if they're just starting out? If they're like basically right. like arcade there are there, caveman we, forms. You know, we happen to discover be, them. Like, there could be an intermixing uh, here with here within our galaxy. Like uh, there could be another race that is alongside with us technologically and socially. In fact. This actually brings up a memory. Um, One night you were walking out in the street, and this yeah, big no. <laughs> bright ass light comes down around you. Next thing you know, you wake up, you're in your house, and yeah, you had something typical abductee story. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, I can get. Uh, into a whole lot of that but uh no this one was like uh it was you ever, you ever realize not, huge... to, not to cut you off scott you ever realize most of the people that tell the abduction stories are like so there i was i was down there and then this big ass bright light just come it just come down right around me and i was like wow well god damn it what the hell is this shit next thing i know he is fucking me in my ass with some goddamn metal things and i got the big old eyes and the green and shit i was like oh god damn it they're gonna do they gonna die got me now them goddamn asian looking <laughs> motherfuckers you ever realize that all like everyone that tells the abduction stories sound like that Actually, like, what the fuck it might have been their next door neighbor <laughs> right goddamn uh the hills have eyes type fucking uh wrong turn type shit that's what it, they got goddamn <laughs> They got uh, well, goddamn raped by them. A part of the theory behind the reason why people get abducted is because this extraterrestrial uh, species is actually taking the eggs and sperm of the human race. And some have even gone further because this specific uh, species known as the greys, their genetic material is actually uh, deteriorating. And so they need our genes in order to help their race. But why would you take the, 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 the genes of the dumbest human beings on the face of the planet, though? Like, wouldn't, wouldn't you want to be, like, after, like, Stephen Hawking or, so, or fucking, like, Bill Gates or some shit and, like, abduct him, you know? It's survival of the fittest, right? Like, Darwin, you know, survival of the fittest or whatever? They abduct morons. They need strong. They probably need strong genes not to, like... Uh, because you, you said, like, Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking has, like, a disease. And that true. genetic... Very, very uh, true. The genetic schematics are, like, implanted in the DNA. And so if they took his genes, then they would have... Uh, yeah, the chances of that falling. And then that's very true. And I say, sir, touche. So they're going to pick up the inbred motherfuckers. Is yeah, that, uh, yeah. Basically <laughs> so, the stronger types. Maybe they're not going for a mental strength type thing. They're going for more a physical strength type thing. Because if you don't dare to talk like this, clearly you're not mentally strong enough. <laughs> um, I feel apparently. like if there's something out there we, like close to us, we would have found it already. But I also feel like if there's something out there and we found it already, the government wouldn't tell us anyways. Well, to not to defend the government because I know Greg is a person that's not a big, very big fan of the government. Not to defend them, but if that information come out, there would be seriously widespread panic in the entire that fucking is... world because you're you're raised to believe more or less that we're the only ones in existence. And if all of a sudden, fuck you, you're wrong. These motherfuckers fly goddamn ships, come down onto our planet, and there's nothing we can fucking do about it. You know, we try to shoot them down, but they're way more advanced than what we are. People would freak the fuck out and start killing oh, yeah. each other into fucking days, goddamn apocalypse, all that shit. <laughs> so 
not to defend the government, but I feel like us not knowing the truth is better because of the way that the mass population would well, act. Greg, you haven't said much. Why don't you weigh in here? Basically, all I have to say is that I want to be known as the first guy to ever fuck an alien. So that way, when I walk down the street, <laughs> people can look at me and go, homeboy done fuck a Martian. <laughs> but no, seriously, um... No, seriously, that's what I want to do, guys. <laughs> that's all I give a shit about. I mean, if we haven't got the point across yet. Number one on his bucket list. Now, fucking <laughs> I mean, that's something that you don't really know that's on your on your bucket list. What, what though, like, if they're, like, giant, giant lizard-esque uh, people, like I said, maybe they look like reptile from Mortal Kombat, do you, like, still try to find their reproductive organ and put it in? I'm willing to take that I risk. I wouldn't or try <laughs> Well, you, you, like you don't know. All serious. There could be, uh, there could be like blades or fucking teeth or something up in there. So my suggestion for you, Greg, would be to slide like maybe like a water bottle or maybe an <laughs> an Alabama black snake or something up in there first, <laughs> so that you don't put your D in there and then it just get blended up like <laughs> like you're trying to make a fucking smoothie or something and your dick gets turned <laughs> into a smoothie. I don't think you want to, that to happen. So you might want to put something else up in there first yeah. because you yeah, don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, we were just talking about you know the government not telling you about uh, the possible existence of aliens and my beliefs so why they don't do that is because there would be mass widespread panic and as I said to begin with, make sure that you got your tinfoil hats on. And for now, you definitely need to make sure you have this on. You might want to put another layer onto your tinfoil hat. This next topic is about the government watching over you with satellites or drones. Now. Do you, do you feel that this is an issue for you personally? Do you do you feel like they're actually invading your privacy, or do you feel like it's more of a national security type thing, or just how do you feel about it? All they're seeing in me is me fucking beating my meat. So <laughs> I wish that I could uh, say I don't the, really care. I wish I could say the same, but uh, they would have to have some high optic fucking telescopic, I should say, fucking shit on there to be able to fucking see mine from the space. So they need to be in the same room as you. You're saying, yeah, with a telescope, and uh, <laughs> so that's that's all all I'm saying about that. I personally, I don't have a problem with it because I feel like it's serving more good than it is bad. Yeah. Well, with satellites, obviously, you know, you cut all the fucking advancements that we take for advantage, take advantage of, or take for granted, I should say, based off of fucking technology that involves satellites. So that obviously is a fucking fantastic thing. People have issues with drones, and I feel like as long as we're not bombing people in our own country with drones, I'm fine with drones too. I feel like it's more of a national security thing because of drones and or satellites or whatever could detect, like, say, a missile strike or another, uh, like, Pearl Harbor-type situation to where if anyone got the balls to try to do something like that again, the technology then versus the technology now, like, their detection then wasn't, you know, wasn't as good as what it is now, but if they tried something like that nowadays, we'd pick it up before they even got close enough and they they wouldn't make it near or sure so i feel like it's more more good than bad so i honestly uh do not have a problem with it i feel like with a lot of things it's a double-edged sword because on the one hand it does allow us to see what bad people who would threaten the country are doing but on the other hand i also feel like it can very easily be used to spy on people who the government could consider quote-unquote undesirable not even just terrorists i mean like people in our country like people who Enemies have spoken out against the country and who have said things uh, like against 
the people in power, people who don't like what the government is doing, I feel like it could also be used to spy on them. I mean, I'm a hardcore privacy advocate, and I mean, that is something that I've always had a uh, hard time with. Now, with drones, I don't have as uh, hard of a time with, because I think the whole drones thing is bullshit. Drones are used far too much in uh, warfare currently, and I think they're being one of the reasons why they're being used is because it's a great way for the government to just send something out to go kill a bunch of people. Uh, drone strikes are used far too liberally, basically. A lot of people might say, well, that, that keeps troops off the ground, and therefore, you know, there aren't as many casualties in that. The problem is, is that drone strikes are not quite as precise as human combatants are and every time there's a drone strike there are usually a lot more civilian casualties than there are if there were like actual people on the ground i mean there aren't as many soldier fatalities that's true but at the same time i mean we get so much goddamn collateral damage from the drones that it's like actually doing more harm than uh sending people in don't you feel like there's an acceptable level of collateral damage if the target is indeed hit, and it is a high-level target. Basically, how I feel about collateral damage is that it's acceptable if it's within certain boundaries. If there was absolutely nothing you could do to save a person, then yeah, there's going to be no way around it. I mean, you gotta you gotta take the dude out. I mean, you can't talk him down. You can't let him get away, because then he's gonna just kill more people. Alright, say that we had drone technology back World War II era, and we could drop a drone strike on Adolf Hitler. Okay, well, which would be kind of almost the equivalent to a nuke, but not nearly as destructive like we did with Japan. But let's say you could drop one. You knew where Hitler was. You knew exactly the building that he was in. And you could end what he was going to do with a drone strike, but you're going to kill 500 innocent people. 500 seems rather excessive for... Well, uh... they bombed cities with people already in them right, during but... World War II. So that's... Right, they, they, it, ha it still happens to this day. But, uh, but I'm saying if... You take him, uh, take him out, it prevents him from creating all the, the concentration camps. None of that happens. All the shit, all the bad shit that he does doesn't happen because you prevent it with one drone strike. But the catch is you have to kill 500 innocent people along with him. Is it is it worth it at that point for you? It's so hard to choose because, I mean, you know, sometimes the end doesn't always justify the means. But on the other hand, the fact that he, like, would have gone on to, like, well, I mean, he did, but, I mean, if you did this, you would be preventing him from murdering, like, six million people. It's kind of like the kill kill one to save a hundred type situation, except for you're, you're killing 501 to save millions of people. I mean, I feel like in that situation, uh, yeah, the, I get, the collateral I damage it is, is worth it. And oh, where my, my argument comes into that is, I'm not saying that there'll be another Adolf Hitler because I don't feel like the chances of someone gaining that much uh, without anybody doing anything stepping in first is practically impossible but to be fair we can't say that it's completely impossible so as bad as this is about the sound I would rather the collateral damage be as high as whatever whatever the example I was using whatever 500 than risk 
thousands of uh, troops' lives when a, a drone could do the job that it's going to take them months to do and some of them die in the process for something that could have been taken care of with a little bit of collateral damage in the process. Like I said, there is a level of uh, acceptable collateral damage. It's, just, it's, it's a matter of just weighing it, in my opinion. Like, what is the level that's acceptable? If you still have your tinfoil hat on and you haven't blown your head off at this point in time, what I would suggest is that you go ahead and do that after you rate us five stars, you subscribe and do all that stuff, donate, you know, then you can go ahead and uh, blow your tinfoil hat clean off your head with that shotgun you have sitting there, Kurt Cobain style. So, <laughs> subliminal messages. You know, the government's out to get you, you're terrified, yada yada, they're hiding the fact that aliens exist from you, they're spying on you. Are they implanting subliminal messages in music, uh, TV shows, or any other sort of advertising to make you uh, believe what they want you to believe. Thing I've heard is the subliminal messaging doesn't work if you're not willing to let it work, like being hypnotized. Like you cannot be mm -hmm. hypnotized if you're not willing. Yeah, I to remember because I'm taking a psychology class this semester, and I do remember saying that there are certain personality types who also can't be uh, hypnotized. They they just physically can't. Now. The subliminal messaging, some some of it is a little bit more obvious to where it's not, it's not subliminal messaging per se, but it's, for example, uh, a lot of it could just be perceived as advertising, but really what what it's doing is getting you to do what it wants you to do, which is basically what advertising is. If you're like going to see a movie at the movie theater and they interject anything about like candy or soda or anything of that when you're at the movie theater, it's more likely to get you to purchase if you already haven't. I can't remember the testing that they did on that, but they, they found it to, to, that is one of the things to be true. You're presented with this situation to where you can purchase the soda and the candy, obviously, like a movie theater. And when they present things about soda and candy, not not necessarily telling you to go buy the, you know, they're not saying go buy a Coke, uh, you know, but like they yeah. present you something where you see the Coke product or the, you know, the snow caps or whatever, any sort of candy. And because you you're seeing it and you know that right outside your door at the movie theater it's there you could just go buy it right now that you're more inclined to actually do so i actually just read something about it the movie theater thing they would put a, like a drink coca-cola or eat popcorn or something like that they like you know flash it a few different times throughout like the the previews or not like the actual previews but uh you know where they have like uh yeah between the, the ice cubes drop into the cup and then the coke yeah. fills it up Yep. And then I also read that, uh, you know, advertising companies do it like uh, like uh, refreshments and stuff like that. They'll have uh, like a sweaty boxer or they'll be like uh, it'll flash like thirsty or something like that. And you'll be thirsty, I guess, after watching the uh, commercial. And then you'll go get something to drink, I guess. I also read it'll on like it'll only work if you're already going to do it. Like, if you're, like, hungry or something, and you see, like, a commercial for an Arby's, you know, something from Arby's, then you're going to go do it, I guess. When uh, Greg sees Arby's commercials, it makes him have uh, <laughs> flashbacks to a very terrible time in his life. <laughs> what happened, Greg? It's like Greg's own personal uh, PTSD. Every time that he hears about Arby's, he has uh, flashbacks of that fateful camping trip in D.C.
Well, oh, I wanted to say about advertising real quick. Yeah, the whole point, that's the whole point of advertising is to get you to, to, to fucking do something as someone that studied graphic design and advertising. And if you, if you watch uh, the show Mad Men, that's like the whole point of what they're doing is it, it, the advertising is to try to, to, you know, get you to buy a product or whatever, even if you don't really feel like uh, initially that you need the product. Like if the advertising is good enough, it implants the idea in your mind that you need that product or that you should try that product and that's basically if you if you really want to swing it that's basically uh what subliminal messaging is it's to get you to you know do something that uh, you may not initially feel like you need to do and uh that's what advertising does gets you to buy something or do something that you didn't initially think about on your own with like the jedi mind check of uh these are not the drones you're looking for is that subliminal messaging that's what i've always thought growing up but what you guys have spelled out through your dialogue sounds a lot more believable never really done any research on subliminal advertisement and this is actually very interesting what you guys have brought to the table your opinion doesn't matter if you haven't done any any uh study on it so get the fuck out no i'm (laughs) I'm just kidding keep going jesus (laughs) praise his name hallelujah no well, you know, I was born on Christmas Day, so who knows? I might actually be the second coming of Jesus Christ. Except for the fact that Jesus wasn't born on Christmas Day, but... Well, know, yeah, that, that's... A, well, yeah, that's... Some may even argue uh, that he wasn't born at all, but those people are those people, so it is what it is. Let's try a Jedi mind trick real quick. You will rate us five stars. You will, <laughs> you will subscribe. And most importantly, you will donate to the show. Let me know if that worked in comments. I don't think so. Um, and I'm That's... just going to go ahead and drop some uh, scientific knowledge on you guys. But uh, as it turns out, subliminal messaging doesn't work. Like, there's Smoke. actual studies that prove Smoke. that... <laughs> Are you smoking? Anyway. Yeah, that prove that subliminal messaging actually has no impact on a person whatsoever they i think it was like sometime in the early 80s when like fucking judas priest was being sued by the parents of these two kids who were supposedly like told to commit suicide by uh, by like this message on one of their albums if you play it backwards or something like that and these it goes, oh, far, go it, goes, it goes farther back than that, actually, during the um, the Red Scare time period or whatever, wh- there were certain things that you weren't allowed to do and shit in movies and whatnot, and yeah. um, they were talking about subliminal messaging then to get well, you yeah, to... Well, yeah, they were talking about subliminal messaging then. And be a well, communist and all that shit, yeah, so... Well, what I was tr- um, getting at was that um, when that happened, these two scientists who had heard about this and were probably also getting, like, sick of constantly hearing about people saying that if you play uh, Stairway to Heaven backwards, it's uh, Satan telling you to spread your ass cheeks so he can fuck you. <laughs> but, so... They wanted to see if putting subliminal messages and not just music, but like any kind of subliminal, like subliminal images in like movies where it's like there's like a quick flash of something in between two frames of like a film or something. See if that had any effect on anybody. Everybody who they experimented on didn't catch any of the messages and they didn't do any of the things that the messages supposedly told them that they had to do. They just completely ignored them and they eventually determined that the brain isn't capable of receiving messages like that. 
for a message to sink in, it would have to like be presented clear as day to the brain, basically. Having it backmasked or like just having a quick flash of a picture in between frames or something like that, that's not going to alter somebody's mind or anything. It's not going to brainwash them because the brain isn't going to pick it up as anything intelligible, so the brain just ignores it. Now, Greg, you were saying about uh, playing Stairway to Heaven backwards and it summons the devil to come and spread your cheeks and fuck your ass. Is that basically, mm-hmm. I don't... Okay, so... Now, to be fair, have you ever played Stairway to Heaven backwards and has the devil ever shown up and fucked your ass? Nope. See, so you've never played Stairway to Heaven no, backwards? No, I've played, yeah, I've played Stairway to Heaven backwards, but the devil never showed up. How did you ever do You can find videos online now of the song being Does, played backwards. Well, here's the thing. Does it actually sound like uh, there's no, someone... No, it's complete gibberish. Yeah, people, I thought so. It's usually people were just like, you know... I mean, it was the 70s when people came up with this shit, so they were probably just really, really fucking stoned out of their minds and they accidentally played the record backwards and they're like dude telling me to like worship satan or something now see maybe the recording that you're hearing played backwards isn't accurate maybe it's not being played at the correct speed maybe you need the vinyl yourself so that the devil can sodomize you when you play it backwards why would i want him to well, what I'm saying is, to to play devil's advocate, haha, the the thing that I'm saying is that if you personally haven't taken the vinyl yourself and played it backwards to find out if you'll be sodomized by the devil, you know, can you really say that that's bullshit because you've never actually tried? Hmm. See what I'm getting? No, at I there? think it's still bullshit. Well, between this week and next week, I want you to find a vinyl and play it backwards and let us know next week if you get sodomized by Satan himself. <laughs> that does it for another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I have been your host. My name is Michael Mayhew, and I have been here with my co-hosts. James. Greg. And Scott. Make sure to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Android, all of those places, and uh, rate us five stars. Donate to us on PayPal because you want to. And, uh, yeah, that, that does it for this episode. If you haven't taken off your tinfoil hats yet, or blown your brains out yet, now would be the time. And, uh, that's it. Later, fellas. <laughs>